This is a real forex journey, a fully documented journey on the path to success as a consistently profitable trader. Find out what I've done and been through to get where I am now. Fully transparent and no holding back. This is a real forex journey, so let's begin. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of a real forex journey. My name is Zach Trelikov and today is another bonus episode, so it's not one that's, you know, been recorded years and years ago, but... Uh, yeah, it's a little bit different and it only made sense. Obviously, it's the end of 2019. It's currently 27th of December. Uh, and I thought, look, it only makes sense for me to share my plans now rather than you seeing this video, you could say, all the way on like October next year, which just doesn't make sense, right? Now, before I get into the episode, um, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and I'll give you something back in return, right? And that is just simply um, rate, review this podcast, right? I'd appreciate that a lot. And if you do that and if you are willing to and if you want to you can jump in like a one-to-one -one, uh, skype call with me or whatever go over your trading and just see how i can help you with that so that's my little gift to you as santa latch santa there you go uh, and i would appreciate if you return a little favor as well with the subscribe rate review as well that would help me out to grow this and share a i'll say positive message out there but anyways getting to the podcast there's a lot to talk about as um I'm going to be talking about aggression, right? Uh, counter trend trading, um, trailing, account size, range bars, times, uh, and yeah, so a lot to talk about. And we're going to start off with aggression. So, one of the first things that I noticed um, quite quickly after my day trading, when you know, just recording my YouTube and uh, even just doing my analysis, is I miss a lot of opportunities. That it's not a me missing it because you know I don't wake up on time or I'm not concentrating it's because my entries haven't been met now it's all good and I knew there was many ways to actually increase my aggression so I currently trade you could say double top and then the break of that V point right so not the actual double top in itself it's just that V break right or a head and shoulders or a trend reversal now they are quite you know conservative entries and there's always room to let's say uh, you know, increase increase aggression with price action in itself. For example, go to a double top on the five minute. Again, all my entries are on the five minute, right? Uh, double top on the five minute, or a, even a lower low lower close, or a double top on a lower low lower close. There's so many different variations you can do. However, I don't like that. First of all, because uh, you know my current entries, they're really a shift in momentum rather than a double top. It's a potential reversal. I don't give me a hold, but it doesn't necessarily mean it will. You know, it can always just break to the upside. And you know, it's not to say you know all the trades are take or winners. Of course not, right? I only win around 50% of them, but it's that concept. And I'm just not comfortable doing it on the five minute time frame personally. I'm just because you know the higher the time frames you go, the more reliable the signals are. So. A double top on the daily is more reliable than a double top on a five minute. It's just the way it is. Now, uh, because of that, right, I went down the RSI route, and obviously, you know that I've been studying. You could say the RSI in the last few months, and you know something that you could say I've paid attention to has been a key part of my trading since April and further back, to be honest. But uh, you know, it's just something I'm really keen on. I'm really understanding more and more, more than just the oh, it's overbought, oh, it's oversold, right? More than that, there's a lot more to it, in my opinion. Obviously, I've noticed all of these things now. Um, because of that, I've been playing around, and what I've done is I've gone to YouTube, right, my own YouTube, and I've watched back all the reviews and realized I've taken, uh, I've missed 77 or eight trades uh, since May. 
right now to put that in perspective for you right i've only taken 33 trades since july on my day trading so i basically i would almost triple my uh what is it my trades taken if i was to take all of them right now I went back and what I did was, right, because for me it's more accurate than, you could say, backtesting or forward-testing. Well, it's basically forward-testing, right? It's because it's trades that I was actually looking for, I just didn't get an entry. Like, I was genuinely looking at my videos and every time I said, oh, I was looking at an entry here but I didn't get it or something along them lines, right, I'll be like, oh, okay, let me write down the setup and I'll go to it on my uh, charts afterwards, right? So, it's all in my book somewhere and... Yeah, so out of that, I've got three entries, three RSI entries. Um, I call them the RSI violation, which is the most aggressive one. Uh, RSI shifting momentum, which I really like. I really like that one. It's, uh, it doesn't happen as often, but, you know, it does. Uh, and RSI strength. So three different RSI-based entries. And on the total, and again, RSI violation caught about 50 of these. So instantly I actually noticed something that, you know, oh, certain thing about this signal wasn't too great. And it's going to be around 20 that I actually use. So I'm going to use a filter. Uh, and again, these are based on, you know, previous numbers. That does not indicate, you know, a future performance. I could take more trades. I could take less trades. But we're going roughly based on what's happened so far. And realistically, out of these 75 trades, we're looking to, well, I'm looking to catch around 25 of them right total from you could say rsi rsi strength and whatnot uh you know shift the momentum and violation so all of that so you know i'm basically doubling my you know the amount of trades i'm taking so that's the first trade uh that's the first sort of um sorry first change in 2020 and i'm excited for that because now you know it's just a case of me executing and you know i'll be able to capitalize on more opportunities i remember there was one scenario where i had five similar setups right like five or six i can't even remember now new zealand yen aussie yen new zealand cad aussie cad new zealand dollar aussie dollar all of them right basically like the same correlated pair very almost identical signal and i only got entry on one of them all the other ones one straight away the one i got an entry on it's uh it, it basically broke even because of news and then it won right it was frustrating it was frustrating and um you know with these entries i would have caught maybe one or two of the winners and the reason for that actually you know makes sense the one i got involved in that it went to break even you could say is because good moves don't last so if price is hovering around giving me these entries you know it's just good moves don't last simple as that supply isn't exceeding demand as highly in that zone and vice versa demand isn't exceeding supply you know they're buying orders and selling orders and all of that uh, shenanigans but yeah so that's the first change now second change i've got these written down so you know don't miss anything is counter trend targets and i actually missed that one on a youtube video so if you're here exclusively then there you go you got uh, another insight into it but um so counter trend target so a lot of the things i've noticed through my again youtube just review and i just yeah just my training in general just what i've noticed in the charts is sometimes there's a opportunity a counter uh, counter trend opportunity you know just a structure based trade at support and resistance and i'm like look i think price can go up to this level right you could say level t right for targets uh however there is level a in the way and what this level a is it would be like a level of resistance which I can't ignore that it's resistance, but I genuinely just don't think it would hold. But because I can't ignore it, and at the end of the day, it's resistance is resistance, I don't take the trade because obviously my risk reward wouldn't work with the, you could say, conservative target or that, you know, that smaller resistance level. And 
before you know it, you know, I end up uh, missing out on a winner, right? Now, that, again, that's happened a few times, and don't get me wrong, sometimes it's happened to, you know, touch that resistance level and then go reverse, and, you know, that means I would be in a loser. However, what I'm going to do about that is something I had in mind, and then my coach, so Akil confirmed it, and I spoke to someone else, uh, George, uh, he confirmed it as well, basically. He was like, look, uh, what you could do is um, almost basically just have, right, so you have your target, the initial target, so the point T, right, in the chart, and then if it actually goes to that first resistance level that you anticipated a little bit of potential danger, but realistically you don't think it would, you know, uh, reverse fully, you could just risk manage your position and just trail, right, trail to break even, and then, you you know, worst case scenario, you, uh, you go to a break even, maybe you probably lose a little bit of commission and whatnot, but is what it is, oh, commission, I forgot about, but yeah, so that's the little thing so i'm going a little bit more aggressive with my accounts of trend trading which i'm excited for you know it has happened quite a few times and you know i'm getting the you could say the sense of the markets i can't really describe it but it's more of a right i could tell when the moves really exhausted now really where it was struggling to put in new lows and whatnot it's just a bit of common sense but obviously i can't <laughs> show you that through my podcast right so next thing is uh so trailing right so trailing is uh, it's almost common sense now. I don't know why. Well, I do know why I didn't do it uh, You could say at the start of my day trading and you know just by going off these 33 trades I would have actually gone from 4% a year, you know from from, uh, from 4% this year to 6% uh, this year Which you know is where it is nothing too major. However, um I noticed a shift in my mindset and you're gonna hear about this, you know, a long time away from uh, one of the podcasts uh, coming out in like July, September, August, somewhere there, right, about my shift in mindset. But long story short, right, it's more of a, all right, so before it was a case of I don't want to miss out on winners. It was more of a fear of missing out, whereas now is just preserve capital, preserve capital and the winners will come anyways, right? So trailing is one of the things i'm going to do i need to just go over finally how i'm going to do it uh whether i need like a bottom off there like let's say a 2618 or can i just trail instantly so i need to just confirm that with myself right no one else really uh but again that's gonna reduce risk and realistically it's more of a case of i'm treating this like i'll treat a million pounds and realistically i would just trail my stops because it makes sense and you know when you are trading with huge sums of money you want to preserve capital and that's my approach right preserve capital first don't lose it because if you don't lose it you're always in the game and then the winners will come because obviously you know that's what you're planning to do win right so trailing is the new edition you could say it's 2020 so that's what three three uh, editions now the next one is range bars i can't wait until range bars oh my god so Range bars is something that I've seen my coach, uh, so Akil, he's been using it quite a lot. And, you know, I always wanted to, but I never could in a sense why I never even knew about, uh, you could say, the range bars on the on MT4. And, you know, I just sort of accepted, look, I'm not trading this now, you know, maybe down the line. Ah, well, down the line is now. So, you know, I found a way to actually get the range bars on it. Uh, reliable, obviously, uh, what's it called? Trading View actually implemented range bars as well, which actually helped. Their view isn't as great because they're doing um, candlesticks, but I'm not going to complain, you know, they're still there. It's just a bit weird on my eyes. So, range bars I'm excited about. Uh, you could say, you know, I think they, you know, for me, uh, they do work. Simply, they just do work. I did do a little bit of forward testing on them from September to, you know, December ish. Um, 
you know they do they do give me positive results so again i'm going to trail on them um and it's a case of look for me i just knew the concepts work right for me you know i'm a strong believer i keep on saying for me for me for me uh you know i'm a strong believer in look price action realistically moves pretty much the same across all markets all time frames right uh hence you know the lack of backtesting needed and what not you know i'm not going to get into that no 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 but it's always that i want to get into it <laughs> but um you know because of that i thought look i'll just do three months because that's when i actually found out about them anyway i'll just do it see how it goes and yeah we'll see um you know it did come back positive it'll be interesting uh i won't lie to you i was quite lazy with the four test and i wasn't someone that um you know was stood there on the chart uh waiting for the candle to print realistically just uh looking there basically practicing to not miss the trades because obviously range bars can move much faster or much slower right regardless uh it obviously it depends on the atr and the movement in the markets and you know something that i'll practice well i'll get used to it live trading and the reason that is look as soon as you're live trading you don't want to make mistakes so realistically i don't care how tired i don't care what i want to do right if there's a range bar opportunity i will be on my chart waiting for it and i'll see how i handle that right now look again it's my personal choice to have not practiced properly you could say before and you know if i make mistakes i make mistakes shit happens right you move on you learn you carry on right it's just my whole philosophy so that's the range bars and then i've got two more changes which is this one's a big one you can well it's not a big big one but it's a big one and um again well range bar should significantly obviously increase my opportunity times <laughs> how many opportunities i get per year you could say you know i'll be quite active on it uh but it's a case of i'm actually adding my trading hours so initially you know i trade from 7 to 11 now i'm also going to trade from one to three now why one to three and not let's say seven to one right it's the same hours why not them hours um as dumb as it sounds but obviously it's just me being honest i want a break and i want a potential nap in between right so you know i'm not a morning person i don't really get up until 12 right as in a case of i'm not fully 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 wide awake unless i've actually left the house until 12 o'clock because i'm just laying in bed or i'll go back and because i'm in the house i'm not really doing anything too much i get sleepy right so it's just i'm not a morning person i'll go to bed late i'll try and go to bed a little bit earlier right but i normally go to bed at like 2 a.m and then wake up for 6 6 30. so you know it's a case of i catch up on sleep during my day trading especially when there's nothing on especially uh the fact that you know my entries are conservative and realistically i only need to set an alarm like halfway through just to double check if there's nothing on new and that's it so one to three uh the reason i'm doing that is look i'm not willing to uh work in a job again right so um you know i've said that in my other podcast you have niche mindset if you want to go check that out but um basically i've said that look i'm not willing to work right again i'm not going to complain you know that i don't have money because that doesn't really make sense right if you're complaining when you can change it so i'm not going to be like oh i don't have money i don't have this i don't have that whereas you know if i wanted to i could just go work right but i don't right now which means i've got the rest of my day open so even after 11 which you know 7 to 11 i'm day trading well realistically if you actually know you know if you've traded live you're not fully busy 7 to 11 obviously range bars might keep me up a little bit but you know i'm trying to say it's quite free it's quite loose and you know i've got the whole day afterwards from 11 to after you know whatever it is to do what 
now you know something i'm struggling with uh, like in my life right now is something like what do i do you could say work on your training back test well i'm not going to back test because i don't believe in that right so uh forward testing random stuff well you know i would only forward test it during my training hours uh and you know it doesn't really make sense to do so otherwise uh so it's a case of okay what do i do do i start you know do you start a business do you go into whatever 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 right and yeah obviously these are possibilities but you know i want to make training work and training is always number one priority so uh until that works nothing else is getting the same amount of attention so it just made sense look one to three i'll just put in two more hours right of day training not in the fridays because you know i don't really want to be uh you know friday the movement slows down so after three until i close the trade or at like nine ten o'clock right it's a case of well you know six hours is it really going to play out probably just going to consolidate commissions and whatnot yeah it's not worth it so uh that's the only day i wouldn't be trading one to three and we'll see how it goes again i don't know it was just something i thought about recently and i thought look i'll just do it i'll see how it goes if i like it i'll carry on if i, I don't you know if it's too intense or if i'm doing this and doing that wrong maybe you know i'll just stop it right i don't mind but i think it's worth a try and i know there's a whole correlation you know between um you know money uh you know the you know spending more time in the markets doesn't necessarily mean more money however you know there is a certain uh you could say false statement to that because realistically if i'm uh you know in the markets let's say an extra two hours uh realistically i should be getting you know a little extra bit of opportunities and obviously i'm not going to be taking losing opportunities right you know on average right you're assuming so anyways and you should actually increase my profit so uh yeah it's just the nature i've decided to go down and the last change is the account size so the account size is going from on well, position size obviously uh, so the account size I've currently got two accounts the day trading one so 200 pound each one is with actually I'm not gonna say brokers never mind um, you know if you ask me personally say it but here it doesn't really matter uh, so you know one is with a little bit higher commissions to be honest and one is you know it's the one initially I started with in July and then I opened up a separate one in October-ish time and you know it's a little bit lower commission bit lower spreads and you know i actually lost out on three percent this year just due to commission so obviously i'm going to add money to the lower commission account now what i'm going to do is i'm going to bump that account up to a thousand so like i said it was at 200 and was well, 208 pounds now because of that four percent return or however much it is i don't know um but yeah i'm going to bump it up uh to a thousand and i'm going to leave it like that for the whole year now you might be like oh you know what about if it's really going well in july and you know you want to add on to extra money i could right don't get me wrong i could do that however i'm not i don't think i would because let's say i'll go from a grand to let's say three grand right get three grand out of nowhere um and it's a case of well the returns let's say we're doing you know 30 percent a year uh we're only looking at 600 pound extra for the year don't get me wrong it would be very nice however right what i want is you know 600 pounds not life changing and what i also want is i want a whole year of just a smooth clean profitable equity curve right straight bottom left to top right as smooth as i can and uh, you know i just want that all all represented on a one uh one grand account or you know just a constant account so 
I don't want to be going to investors. Oh, I did 4% in the first six, and then I did 3% on this, this account number, and then I did 19% on here, and then I did 50% on this. Do you know, I don't want to be like that, right? So I just want to have, right, this is it. This is what I did for 2019. This is the equity curve. Print out the account statement. Smooth as fuck, and then boom, right? Go, right? So again, that should open up a few opportunities, but that's pretty much it. So account size, uh, in terms of position size, so currently I do... 0.01 so one micro lot per per position right so you know if i have two targets right then it would be a 0.01 each if i have one target it'll be 0.02 uh i'll basically be keeping that same ratio for 2020 right so for a grand i'll be doing 0. Uh, 0.05 per position so again if it's target one uh, and two, then it's 0.05 each. If it's uh, two target, or if it's just one target, sorry, uh, then it'll be one mic mini lot, sorry. Yeah, one mini lot. So that's it for today. That's all the changes I can think of, to be honest. Oh, YouTube is staying the same. You know, nothing new to it. Uh, you know, just keep on going. Uh, but yeah, it's mainly about my trading. So hope you enjoyed. Uh, like I said at the start of this episode, if you could leave me. Uh, rating and a review to just grow this podcast i'd appreciate that a lot and if you are interested in just a one-to-one call you know one-off as a thank you from me uh then just dm me on instagram at latch underscore velikov and yeah you'll find me you know where to find me so yeah hope you enjoyed as always and in a bit, a bit.